Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. God bless you. It is always a joy to come into your homes. We love you and we believe that this is going to be your best year so far. We pray for you every day. If you're ever in our area, I hope you'll stop by and be a part of one of our services. But thanks for tuning in today. I like to get started each week with something kind of funny. And I heard about this man and his wife. They argued for months over who should make the coffee in the morning. The man definitely thought it was the wife's job. She just didn't agree. After several heated debates, she finally said, I can prove from the Bible that it's your job. He said, there's nothing in the Bible about making coffee. She said, sure there is. And she called him over and opened her Bible and pointed to the book of Hebrews. Mm. All right. Hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. God bless you. I want to talk to you today about taking advantage of your God-given opportunities. God created every one of us to be successful. Before the foundation of the world, He laid out an exact plan for our life. And in this plan, he has marked moments that are going to come across our path. These moments are not ordinary. They are destiny-altering moments. They are designed to thrust us years ahead. And it says there in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, that time and chance come together for every person. That means you will have opportunities to meet the right people, opportunities to advance in your career, opportunities to fulfill your dreams. God has already prearranged times of increase, times of blessing. You may not be seeing a lot of good breaks right now. Maybe you're stuck in a rut. But let me encourage you, in your future, there are seasons of favor, seasons of increase, God-ordained moments that He's already planned out for you. But too many people miss these moments. They tried and failed, so they quit believing. Or they're distracted. They've got so much clutter in their life, they can't hear the still small voice telling them that it's their season. The scripture talks about how Jesus wept over a certain city because they missed their hour of visitation. Every person has times of visitation. We may go five years, nothing big is happening, then all of a sudden, a God-ordained moment comes along, a person we meet, a house we shouldn't have qualified for, but we did, a position at a new company. In a split second, we're thrust years ahead. I can look back over my own life and see the moments that altered my destiny, moments that propelled me to a higher level. When I was in my early 20s, I walked into a jewelry store to buy a battery for my watch. That's where I met Victoria, a marked moment. Think about all the things that had to fall into place. There are hundreds of jewelry stores here in Houston. My watch battery had to die. Victoria had to be working that day. 
That wasn't a coincidence. That wasn't a lucky break. That was God bringing time and chance together. He ordained that moment before the foundation of the world. That's why we don't have to worry. We don't have to go around frustrated because things aren't happening as fast as we would like. All we have to do is stay in faith knowing that God is directing our steps. As long as we keep believing, our marked moments are on their way. I love what David said. God, my times are in your hands. He was saying, God, I already know you've got supernatural breaks planned out for me. You've got the right people, the right opportunities. So I'm not going to live stressed out. I'm going to stay in peace knowing that you will get me to my final destination. We have to recognize the different seasons of our lives. It's easy to get frustrated when our dreams aren't coming to pass on our timetable. But every season is not harvest. There are plowing seasons. There are planting seasons. And there are watering seasons. And sure, we would love for every season to be a time of increase left and right, good breaks here and there. But without the other seasons, we wouldn't be prepared. It's during the plowing seasons when God's bringing issues to light that we need to deal with. That's what's getting us prepared for promotion. And if you're not making as much progress as you would like, here's the key. Don't lose any ground. Don't go backwards. Hold your position. Keep a good attitude and do the right thing even when it's hard. When you do that, you are passing the test. And God promises your marked moments are on their way. A few years after Victoria and I were married, we were living in a beautiful townhouse, just as happy as can be. And one day, out of the blue, Victoria said, We need to sell this place. And when she said it, right down in here, I felt peace. I knew that it was right. In the natural, we could have thought, we're fine, we're comfortable here. But we paid attention to that still, small voice, that inward witness telling us something better is on the horizon. A marked moment is coming, a season of increase. And so we went out looking. We knew every home for sale in every neighborhood within 10 miles of us. We looked for months and months. And one Sunday afternoon, we found this old rundown house, but it was on a beautiful piece of property. The windows were broken out, had water dripping from the ceiling, but something down in here said, this is it. This is a God-given opportunity. We took that step of faith. In less than three years, we sold that property for more than twice what we paid for it a marked moment, that one God-ordained opportunity put us at a new level. Time and chance came together and we took advantage of it. Well, you say, Joel, I don't have those kind of resources. I wasn't raised in a family like yours. That doesn't matter. God doesn't say time and chance are not gonna come together for you if you don't have the right name or if you've made too many mistakes. No, I want you to get this down in your spirit. God has preordained marked moments for every one of you. He has already lined up the right people, the right breaks, the right opportunities. He's prearranged them for your future. I was reading about a young lady that was working at a small restaurant in Los Angeles. She was waiting on tables, cooking, cleaning, basically doing it all. One day her boss, the owner said that the customers were requesting desserts. At that time, they didn't make any. And he told her she was going to have to start coming in early every morning to make desserts. And her first reaction was to argue. She thought, 
I already work hard enough. That's not fair. But instead of getting bitter, she decided that she was going to see that as a challenge and make the best dessert she possibly could. She started off making pies. These pies really caught on. The customers loved them. In fact, people would come to the restaurant just to have a piece of her pie. And the pies got so popular, one day she decided to start her own pie business. She took a step of faith and things just fell into place. She was able to find a facility. She got the equipment that she needed. It was a marked moment, a season of increase. It wasn't long before her little business began to grow. They had so many customers, eventually they had to open up a second location and then another and another and another. By 1964, Marie Callender had 114 locations in 15 different states. It doesn't matter where you are right now, God has marked moments for every one of you. You may not be able to figure it out, but that's okay. That's not your job. Your job is to believe. God's already got it figured out. Well, you say, Joel, I'm just not that talented. Can you make a pie? Look what happened to her. I want you to get a bigger vision. There are exciting things in your future. The right people are out there. The breaks you need have already been lined up by the creator of the universe. What can stop them? Not the enemy, not other people. Nobody can keep you from your destiny except you. And some of you have gotten a lot of bad breaks. You tried and failed and now you're just kind of sitting on the sidelines of life, not expecting anything good. But you've got to shake off that defeated mentality and rise up and say, this is a new day. It may not have happened in the past, but it's going to happen in the future. I know God has marked moments coming my way. I think about how just a little over five years ago, we were searching for property to build a new sanctuary on. Twice the land we found was sold out from under us. It was unfair. We were very disappointed. But I found sometimes God closes a door because we're believing too small. If he were to answer our prayers every time and give us everything we asked for, wouldn't always be his best. Don't be discouraged over your closed doors. The steps and the stops of a good person are ordered by the Lord. If a door closes, that just means God has something better and most likely bigger in store. A few months after that door closed on us, we got word that the compact center, this place was coming available. Getting this place was more than we could even ask or think. Let me tell you, God's dream for your life is so much bigger than your own. He has breaks lined up for you in the future that if he told you right now, it'd boggle your mind. He has people he's going to bring across your path, opportunities you're going to encounter to where you'll look back and say, man, that was a marked moment. I could have never orchestrated that all on my own. That's the way our God is. The scripture says no person has ever seen, heard, or imagined the wonderful things he has in store. And I think about how this one marked moment, acquiring the compact center, thrust our ministry probably 50 years further down the road. As far as reaching people, as far as credibility, that one event did more than I could do in my whole lifetime in my own effort. It was a marked moment planned before the foundation of time. I met a man that helped design the compact center. He was one of the original engineers. He told how way back in the 60s, he laid out the entry 
and exit ramps of the freeway to flow perfectly into this building. He worked with the city to time all the lights around here so that this place would have the best advantage. I thought about how good God is. 40 years ago, he had people working on our behalf. (laughs) Friends, God's got it all planned out. You got to know in your future, he's already lined up favor, increase, good breaks, supernatural opportunities, divine connections. He has great things in store. He's already marked your moments. Well, you say, Joel, I've made a lot of mistakes, made a lot of poor choices. I'm sure I've blown my opportunities. No, God is full of mercy. He knew every mistake you would ever make, and he has already marked moments to bring you out. Where you are is no surprise to God. He's not up in the heavens, all baffled, thinking, man, I never knew he'd get that far off track. Didn't know he'd blow it that bad. No, God knew you were going to be where you are before the foundation of time. He's already marked your moments of mercy, marked moments of restoration. In fact, God has solutions to problems you haven't even had. He knows this door's going to close. They're going to get a little off course here, make a mistake there. And so I'm going to have this person come into their life and this opportunity corrected a little more and this other one give them a break. God's got it all figured out. I read about this man. He was a pastor years ago of a large church here in America. Very successful, but he made some poor choices. He got off track. To make a long story short, he ended up losing his ministry and losing his family. It's a very sad situation. Years and years had gone by and he was still trying to put his life back together. One day he decided to go visit some friends in South America. And a pastor of a local church asked him to speak for him. When he walked on the platform, he sat down next to this Brazilian pastor. Didn't even speak English. And this Brazilian man looked at him almost in utter amazement. He began to weep and weep and he took the pastor's hand. This American man didn't really know what was going on. He was kind of confused about it. Then all of a sudden, he felt this presence come over him like a warm glow. He said it was just like it was purging him of all that hurt and pain. He told how that moment was a turning point in his life. For the first time, he was able to forgive himself. He felt like he was totally free, totally restored. A couple minutes later, after the Brazilian pastor quit praying for him, He asked him through an interpreter, what was this man doing? Why did he pray for me like that? What just happened to me? The Brazilian said back to him something very unusual. He said, 20 years ago when I was praying, your face came up before me. And God spoke to my heart and said, one day you will meet this man and you are to help bring healing and restoration to him. What's interesting is 20 years earlier, that man wasn't even married He wasn't even in the ministry. What am I saying? God knows the end from the beginning. He has solutions to problems you haven't even had. You don't know. He may have spoken to someone 20 years ago about that situation you're dealing with right now. God has already marked your moments for mercy. He's marked your moments for restoration. He knows how to get you back on the right track. Why don't you get your hopes up? Why don't you start believing that no matter what you have or haven't done, that your best days are still out in front of you. This is what my father had to do. Back in 1959, he was pastoring a very successful church. They had just built a beautiful new sanctuary. But my sister Lisa was born with something like cerebral palsy. 
And my father began to search the scriptures in a new way. He started preaching with a new fire about how God could heal, how God could do miracles. But unfortunately, his congregation didn't understand his new message. My father knew the best thing for him to do was to leave that church. He was devastated. He felt like everything he'd worked for for years had just gone down the drain. He didn't really know what he was going to do or where he was going to go. But do you know, that disappointment wasn't a surprise to God. There was a lady in the neighborhood that owned a little feed store. It just so happened a few months earlier, it had closed down. When she heard about my father's dilemma, she said, why don't you use my feed store as a church? I'll loan it to you. That's where Lakewood was founded. Little did she realize she would be a part of everything that we're doing today. A marked moment. Little things and big things. God's already marked your moments. Why don't you quit worrying about it? Why don't you quit losing sleep over it? God has you in the palm of his hand. There's nothing that you're facing right now and nothing you will ever face in the future that God's not already aware of. The good news is he's already got it figured out. The scripture says, these are the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, plans to bless you, plans to give you hope and a bright future. One verse says, God has prearranged for you to live the good life. That means for every setback, God's prearranged to come back. For every failure, God's prearranged mercy. For every disappointment, God's prearranged restoration. For every unfair thing, God has prearranged vindication. Friends, your future in God's eyes is looking extremely bright. The scripture talks about how for everything, there is a purpose, there's a season, and there's a time. The purpose is set by God. That's eternal. We can't change that. But the season is our window of opportunity to accomplish it. It's not going to last forever. It's important to learn to move at the right time. I was reading about a baby locust. It's called a hopper. It can't quite fly just yet, but it can jump up to 200 times its height. The way it learns how to fly is when it hears the winds blowing, when it sees the treetops rustling, It's sensitive enough to know this is my time to jump. It recognizes if it'll jump at the right time and catch the right winds, it can fly. Timing is critical. And like that little locust, we need to know when it's our time to jump, so to speak. We have to stay sensitive. Even an adult locust, when they want to migrate miles and miles, they have to wait for the perfect wind conditions. The locust doesn't have the most aerodynamic body kind of got a large body for its small, straight wings. They understand the importance of timing. So when they see the treetops rustling, when they hear the winds blowing, they say, all right, it's our time. Let's go now. In the same way, we have to be sensitive and listen to what we're hearing down in here. There's a window of opportunities to step out in faith. I know in my own life, there have been times where for years, I know it's a plowing season. I'm not seeing a lot of increase. I'm just being my best day in and day out, being faithful, being good to people. It's a maintaining season. And several years will go by. Then all of a sudden, I see all kinds of increase, all kinds of favor, good breaks left and right. What happened? I entered into a new season. 
I know it couldn't just be me. My wings aren't that big. I've caught the wind of God's favor. I've got in the jet stream of God. But too often we miss our opportunities because we don't recognize it's our season. I've sat by people in a service and they clap during the songs, but they clap on the offbeat. Everybody is clapping at one point. They're clapping at another. Quit looking at your neighbor. (laughs) They're doing the right thing. The problem is they're doing it at the wrong time. You need to pay attention to the winds in your life. And for some of you, there's about to be a shifting. You've been struggling and not seeing a lot of good breaks, but the winds are about to change in your favor. I was out running the other day and the first quarter of a mile or so, the wind was blowing so strongly against me, probably 20, 25 miles an hour. And I felt like I was running uphill. It's taken all of my energy. Finally, I was able to turn. And the path I run on is a big square. And I knew coming back the last mile or so, that wind was going to be blowing in my face again. I was kind of dreading it. But when I made the turn to come to the final home stretch, I was pleasantly surprised. The winds had changed directions. They were no longer blowing against me. They were blowing with me. It was a night and day difference. I could feel those winds propelling me forward. I believe that's what's going to happen to many of you. The winds that have been trying to hold you back and cause you to struggle are about to change in your direction. You've been through plowing seasons. You've been through planting. You've been through watering. Now you're about to come into harvest. You're going to have times where you can feel God breathing in your direction. You're going to accomplish things where you look back and say, that had to be the hand of God. I'm not that smart. I'm not that talented. What happened? You entered into a new season. You got the wind of Almighty God blowing behind you. You may be in some kind of storm today and all kinds of things coming against you, but understand God is in control of those winds. Just a simple shift can make a huge difference. The same winds that are trying to defeat you, God can change their directions and cause them to be the very winds that will propel you into a higher level. When my father went to be with the Lord, the winds that tried to sink me, God turned around and used them to be the winds to push me into my divine destiny. What am I saying today? What the enemy means for your harm, God is going to turn around and use to your advantage. And I can sense in my spirit today, the winds are shifting. I can sense new seasons of increase, new seasons of favor, new seasons of God's blessings. When you hear these winds blowing, you can't just sit back, think, oh, Joel, it's not going to happen to me. I never get any good breaks. No, you will miss your hour of visitation. When you hear the winds blowing, you got to do like that little locust and say, this is my season. I can hear the winds of God's favor. I've been through plowing, planting, watering. I'm coming into harvest. I'm going to become everything God's created me to be. You may have a lot coming against you, but have you ever realized all it takes for the last to be first is the winds changing direction? If it's all blowing this way, you may feel like you're last way back here, but when the winds turn around, blow this way, all of a sudden you're first. What happens? The winds shifted. You entered into a new season. If you're in difficult times, instead of complaining and getting discouraged, you need to get up every morning and say it by faith. 
Father, thank you that the winds are shifting in my direction. Thank you that the tide of this battle is turning. Don't talk about the storm, talk to your storm. Look at that situation and declare by faith, you will not defeat me. No weapon formed against me will ever prosper. I have marked moments coming my way. I'm not only gonna come out, I'm gonna come out better off than I was before. I love what David did when he went out to face Goliath. He could hear the treetops rustling. He knew it was his season. He'd been faithful in the wilderness for years. He'd been through the plowing seasons. Now he could sense the winds were shifting. And even though Goliath was two or three times his size, people tried to talk him out of it. David, you don't have a chance. David, you're going to get hurt. Other people couldn't hear the winds. They couldn't sense what he was sensing. When you know it's your time, don't get talked out of it. I've seen people sit back 20 years allowing other people to discourage them, talk them out of their dreams. Well, do you really think you can do that? I don't know if you have what it takes. No, other people don't know what's in you. They don't know what you're capable of because God didn't put the dream in them. He put it in you. And when you hear the wind blowing like that little locust, you got to say, this is my time. And if you'll get in the flow of God, you'll be amazed at how far you can go. When God's breathing in your direction, there's a supernatural ease. When you're in your season, there's a grace to do things that you couldn't do before. And they said, David, you better not take a chance. Goliath, he's too big to hit. David said, I don't think so. He's too big to miss. And David spoke to his mountain. He said, Goliath, this day I will defeat you and feed your head to the birds of the air. What caused that little stone to slay the giant? God breathed his life into it. The wind of Almighty God got behind it. That's what happens when you step into your season. You will accomplish things that you never thought possible. Well, you say, Joel, I don't see how this could happen for me. I don't have the money. I don't have the education. I don't have the talent. No, the scripture says it's not going to happen by our might or by our power. It's going to happen because of the breath of Almighty God. You know what's happening today? God's breathing in your direction. And sometimes we think of a breath as just a little puff of air. That's not the way God breathes. The scripture talks about when the Holy Spirit came, it was like a rushing, mighty wind. That's what I envision behind every one of you, the force of Almighty God. Everywhere you go, you need to imagine the most powerful force in the universe is breathing in your direction. What happens when God breathes your way? every enemy will be defeated. Obstacles will be overcome. Favor will increase. Dreams will come to pass. What happened? God breathed in your direction. A rushing mighty wind is backing you up. You got to rise up in your authority and say, you know what? This is my season. I can hear the wind starting to blow, so I'm going to step into the flow. Friends, things are shifting in your favor. Your future is filled with marked moments of blessing increase, promotion. God has already ordained before the foundation of the world, the right people, the right opportunity, time and chance are coming together for you. And I'm asking you to get a vision for it. I'm asking you to get your hopes up. Don't miss your hour of visitation. And even when it's difficult, you just remember the same winds that are trying to defeat you are the winds God's gonna use to push you to a new level. And if you'll go out each day with expectancy, Knowing that God's breathing in your direction, I know you're going to rise higher and higher. You're going to see more of God's blessings and favor and 
you'll live the life of victory He has in store. Amen. Do you receive it today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed of. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.